0: Okay. So I don't really know where to start this episode. <laughs> uh I I got some I got some things that I'm triggered about over here. Yeah. Uh um, triggering I don't know times. If you, yeah, I don't know if you feel the same way.
1: Um, um I'd say not as not as much I'm interested in it. I don't I don't have a lot of fear, but I'm not saying that's where your your sensation is coming from. I don't think you're uh you're worried about who we're worried about in the equation, just how little sense it really seems to make.
0: Right. Am I right? Yeah. So what I'm referring to right now is the new proposed 2014 playoff format that supposedly the NHL, the NHL uh, PA has, they have agreed upon. And obviously this hasn't been released yet, so it's not completely set in stone. And I suppose we're just sort of looking at, what people are speculating the the proposal might contain. Um, yes. So right now, you know you they that would mean that they added a few teams to this playoff format. A few um, is a, is a pretty modest way of putting it. You go from what sixteen, so you add eight teams. Eight teams. Uh, which, okay, fine, sure, great, <laughs> right, but. What what I'm hearing or what I'm seeing and reading and stuff is that basically the Bruins, if you're looking at it from a Bruins standpoint, which typically we are, (laughs) we're the number one team in the league. Where we stood when everything went down and we stopped the season. So we get a first round bye, which sounds good in theory. But what that means for us is that again, this is all speculation because nothing has been released by the NHL yet officially. Um, We have to play for seeding in the second round. Right. So, to me, that doesn't seem right. No. I
1: mean, there's 12 games left. We're ignoring that. We're skipping right. the 12 games. Those 12 games is a matter of, at best, twenty-four points a team could move. If you, if you run that out, if you run that out, and somehow you have a perfect simulation, it just it doesn't equal the team who was twelve games out from winning the president's trophy. Not that that's what we care about. We would have loved to maybe not even have that curse upon us, but the team that's that close now has to somewhat reset. Right.
0: So the the reason that I have actually multiple reasons or issues that I have with this is one, I don't particularly love getting a first round buy no. after so much time See, off.
1: That's that's the disadvantage. You should right. almost rest the teams who aren't even supposed to be there.
0: Right. So that, or at that least does... give exhibition
1: games, but then you're risking injury. It's just there's almost no right answer. But the but buys are I think buys buys. No one should be agreeing on buys.
0: Well, so basically where it stands right now, if this were to go into effect and everything was the way that we're reading it, um, we would play for seeding for the second round, meaning that we would have to play Tampa Bay most likely. So it's, it would be us and Tampa and Washington and Philly, which as a hockey fan, that would be a fun uh, matchup to watch. but. Yeah. You know, I I don't see why. I mean, I I think that you guys cut the season, and you should whoever what the standings were, what they are. So you, sure, give that first round by, because you're adding all these other teams, but keep the seeding how it was going to be, had the season had the playoffs started when you guys cut the season short.
1: Yeah, I also don't understand if you're going to add all of these teams, you're going to add eight more teams in. You're basically what do we have? Thirty one clubs. You're just leaving out seven. Yeah. What's the, why not just add those seven back in and finish out the fucking season?
0: I just, like, I don't, I don't get it. That's the other problem, too, is like, you know, how likely are players to get hurt jumping straight into playoffs? You know, I mean, mean, regardless, that's a
1: level playing field. Everybody's healthy. Right.
0: Everyone's healthy, but at the same time, I mean, this is where you play your hardest hockey. Um, and it, and a it, it also might be that we're gonna get robbed of seeing some great hockey with fans, um, because this is gonna probably be the healthiest that we've ever seen teams going into the playoffs. Yeah. So
1: I, I mean, no, I mean, yeah,
0: it'll be great. I, hockey. It's not
1: even an argument. Who else? When? When else? Yeah, definitely. Right.
0: It'll be great hockey, but it won't be as it won't be the same because there will be no fans there.
1: That almost makes it like that, and that it's in itself sounds like another argument against adding eight teams, right? You got guys who are way, 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 way like t- teams that are have it together. I mean, they like no one really does chemistry wise, they haven't really been playing. But some of those people getting people back, it's just like I mean, I think this is the year. I think it's leaning into the asterisk, and I have Absolutely. a huge bone to be, Bone to pick with the asterisk. I think you and I. Should kind of hash us out across the leagues. I just, I am of the mindset that it is ridiculous to put an asterisk on it in these. Lockout seasons, I think it's ridiculous. Like, I understand that the games are lower, but we don't put asterisks on when Montreal beat five other teams for a decade and a half. We we don't do the same thing on, like, any of the Celtics' early championships. It's just like, just because the year was altered and different, the playing field, if anything, is now more leveled. And I know it's different and weird, but like, we're about to have another team in the mix. Every time teams are added, it, is it an asterisk? It's just, I think people kind of just are quick to dismiss the season because ultimately there has to be a winner.
0: But does there have to be?
1: No, I mean, you can cancel out the year, but I just, who wants to do that? Right. You just, it's just like, I, I heard Danny Ainge on uh, Zach Lowe's podcast and he's just like i i want to finish this year it's just it feels like we get we you get so far you do so much work i mean look at look at pasta's point streak like i mean that's over now there's no there's no regular season like he got we never got to see what he could do with that that's already a, enough of a letdown but it's just like with these contracts and everything like that you got to realize teams are every off season in both of these leagues teams change dramatically yeah and we're just we're fast forwarding into that and it's just like see see to it whatever if 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 half or three quarters or everyone's just going to say it's got an asterisk it's still a championship and i think if you can finish out the season you should adding eight teams i don't i don't see even where you're coming from i don't understand that at all but let's let's get over this asterisk a little bit and recognize that like i don't know it's, it's it's still a win it's still a championship we gotta i don't know I want to see it through, and I think it is. I I get Danny's side of, like, I mean, we went through a trade deadline. We did so much. We were in the home stretch on the way to the playoffs. If we're going to do anything, we should just start the playoffs, and that's where I'm lost with adding eight teams. But, you know, for this far, let's go. Some of the teams that were close and on the bubble, like in in terms of the NBA, how I think they're going to do it because I think they're just going to start the postseason as it stands, you know, some of those teams on the bubble, that's unfortunate. But were you gonna go all the way? I don't know. Were you yeah. gonna beat the Lakers? Were you gonna beat the Clippers? In the East were you gonna beat the Bucks? Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just such a weird scenario and I don't I'd rather just see it be done. Just start it just over, over next year. Because they're also talking, you know, they're not gonna start the following season until all fans are able to go back. Right. Because that would just be, they'd start losing too much money.
1: Yeah, it was crazy to me to hear that they make 40% of their revenue in the stadiums. Yeah. Like, absolutely bonkers. By the way, there for about, like, 30 seconds, you'll hear this later, my headphone unplugged, so you might hear a little bit of an echoey Andrew. <laughs> but... I, I mean yeah the 40% is great my thing with that too again and this is just someone really truly spe- I mean we weren't experts before we're definitely not experts in revenue my yeah. thing is the ad the ad space alone people are going to the these numbers are these nielsen numbers are going to be insane the number of people that are going to watch even without a crowd it's insane the people have nothing better to do i i can't wait to hear the numbers on the golf match that happened yesterday up the ad like numbers. And like you can make the argument, well, people can't really go and spend money at these places. Bullshit. Who yeah. who isn't at least available online at this point? Make it cost more for the advertiser advertisers to make those ends meet. Like
0: it's they have the money. It's I just don't know. I mean, being a sports fan, how do you do it without fans? I mean, I'll, even the players don't want to do it. They want to get paid, of course, but they don't necessarily want to play without fans and we spoke to this last episode It it is different with hockey yeah i think like i mean
1: i think basketball it's weird but like for the most part you're psyched into the game by yourself and with who your opponent is yeah you're building off of each other whereas hockey is like something really the fans can get like a wind into football i think you could say the same thing baseball i really don't think it matters either way um but just like i don't know they're just gonna like we're not gonna i mean if we're looking at these seasons not starting again then maybe we won't have a next season you know who knows with how we're like what how long it's going to take to get proper testing and even talking about a vaccine like
0: who knows if that even ever happens it's just you know that's what i mean like we're we're not expecting kind of a vaccine until until march or so of next year are they just not going to start sports again until then that, I mean, that seems a little crazy to me. I don't know. I, I, I get the
1: fan sensation. I don't know. But are you also losing that much if you're playing them in the same city?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's it's so hard to speculate being so far outside the numbers, but I just think there's a way to make it work without fans. But does so that they mean are, we're looking they... at these these leagues who are expanding who are actually going to have to cut teams in a few years? There's yeah. teams that go under?
0: How does that work? I don't know. They have talked about potentially letting some fans go into stadiums, which I don't understand either. Um, th- how are you going to do that? They're, they're saying, like, 2,000 fans at a time. It's like, right. what's the point? Yeah. And how do you choose? You air-five the person who's three rows away. Yeah. Tw- ten seats over. I mean, you got teams that will benefit from that, like the Panthers – and Carolina who have like 2000 season ticket holders they just get to go now
1: sure but but like Bruins or anybody who have like 10,000 like 10,000 you can't that's that's over half the stadium right you can't even seat that properly for these new standards
0: yeah i don't know what's i don't, I don't think weird. there's
1: an answer but i i just i don't know it's selfish i guess but i don't want to put it on pause I don't like the, the notion of we're not going to start up without fans. Yeah. Because also, like, how is no money better than, like, how is the cost more if you're doing, like, because the NBA is, like, it's, like, almost all but decided they're going to play at the ESPN Wide World of Sports in Orlando. Like, all of the games, all of the teams there. Disney's just going to own everything. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I mean, in in regards to NBA, they kind of do. They're just going to have to let Turner in the door for every few, few games or whatever. But, I don't know. It's I don't understand how doing nothing is better than not doing a minimal, cost-effective way. I don't know. Like, yeah. like, I mean, there's eyes. There's definitely more eyes. I think ads can cost a lot more than they probably do right now. But...
0: So, aside from the Bruins getting screwed in this scenario, do you have any information <laughs> on what the NBA is intending on doing potentially?
1: Yeah, so they're they it's starting the playoffs in late July with everything being played at the ESPN Wide World of Sports in Orlando. I think its seating would be exactly how it is. I believe teams this week can start I know I, th- I believe it's NHL teams can start getting ready in New York. California is about to say that sports teams can start practicing. Um, yeah, it's nothing's really hashed in stone, but it's like the preliminary steps are starting to get laid out and there is a timeline.
0: Yeah. Hmm. It's just... Because I was reading today also that certain teams are only going to allow, like, six players practicing at a time. And you know so what happens when they get into a game yeah you I that mean, doesn't you can't separate them yeah players uh, on the same th- th- bench we, and we got
1: to we got to let go of some of that stuff i think if you're going to yeah. come back you got to do it right just get get testing in place i get the asterisk if it's a modified gameplay or a modified practicing but if you let these people do it without fans it's just like i don't know it's Let's let's get it as close to normal, or, or then I'm on board with not at all, I guess. Yeah. Because these weak teams who didn't have the benefit of having so many people practice. And then also, here's the other thing, too. I mean, I, I'm just speaking as if it can come back without fans as close to normal as possible. We don't know the number of players who aren't going to want to show up. Because, listen, I, I'm sure it's not a majority. I don't even think it's close to half, and maybe it's not even close to a quarter. But it's some. Some people are not going to play. You think? I think so. I've seen a couple of NBA players talk about it. Joe Ingles said he would Joe, Joe Ingles of the Utah Jazz said he would move back to Australia and never play basketball again. Wow. Which I think is
0: insane. See, but why? Like you're in a league that has the ability to test, they have the ability to be safe about it. Which part don't you like? You know.
1: Right, and I think that changes too. As you see yeah. UFC holding something. I don't know. You see, I mean, the UFC had held something and then one of the fighters got COVID and they still had the whole thing go, but they shut him down and got him out of it. And I haven't heard about a breakout in that. I don't know. I think with time think you, you, you get more comfortable because you, tr- you see proof before you. It's not as much speculation.
0: The only issue with UFC is like you can isolate one person and their crew. Like With the NBA, if the, if the team is exposed, everyone they play against is exposed. Yeah, the locker room factor. Right.
1: But, I mean, and I'm not playing devil's advocate, and I don't understand how this works. At the same time, you saw two players of the Utah Jazz get it at a, during its heyday when we didn't even understand, before you even heard the term social distancing. Like, yeah. uh, And only two of them got it. But they basically pulled the plug because of that. Right. Because he tested positive because they started testing right before the game, which is also weird, too. I don't understand. It's interesting to see how that unfolded, like, because they didn't have a quick test then. Right. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I it's I'm down for the weird side of sports. I've watched some soccer. Bundesliga is back, and they they're pumping in crowd noise, which is interesting. I don't I don't really like that at all, but um, I don't know, man. I'm just so desperate f- for sports. But then, at the same time, yesterday I watched a golf, this golf thing with uh, they had Phil Mickelson, and he was partnered up with uh, this rookie out of Tampa Bay. I think his name was Tom Bradley or something. Wow. And then they were playing against Tiger Woods. And Peyton Manning, and uh, it was fun to watch. But also at the end of it, I was like exhausted. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, if sports came back in full swing, like I think I'd have to like do one game. Like it was just, it, I just, it was like overstimulating, and it was a damn golf match, you know? Yeah. Oh man, but it was that. That was such a weird aspect. Like we, me and my roommate, we felt tired after it. Like we had, we had done something.
0: <laughs> so uh, i actually didn't get to watch any of that
1: uh that rookie tom bradley played like absolute trash but had the nicest shot of the entire thing and he like i did see that highlight though that was insane charles barkley was just talking so much shit to him and that's the thing like, back. <laughs> like
0: when are people gonna learn to not talk smack to him
1: well he did he didn't pull it out in the end ultimately i thought he was true gonna, and it was looking close but uh yeah. It was funny. Manning was like I've been ahead of this guy way too much to ever talk. <laughs> like the chirping was fun. The, yeah. the it was it was cool. The mic'd up thing was fun and I think if you can find a way to do that. Also talk about the most amount of like dropped audio ever since Tom was playing like absolute shit. He kept swearing and swearing and swearing and the audio would just drop. (laughs) So it would just be like (laughs) dead silence for a long time. It was amazing. And like, I think that's what you're going to have to do when, whenever this stuff comes back. But I would love that for the NBA. If I can hear the benches mic'd up, if I can hear the coach clearly, dude, it's not the same. And yes, I want the same back, but the same doesn't look like it's around the corner. So I'm ready for adaptive sports. I guess.
0: Well, I think that we've always wanted to s- to have a player mic'd up during the game and yeah. have that played live. The greatest but, thing
1: I've ever seen sports-wise is 24-7. I'm sure you'd say along the same lines. And Hard Knocks yeah, is but, cool, but it's preseason. It's cooler when it matters, and which 24-7 would capture.
0: Right. The issue is I think this stuff has to be on HBO with the language. Right. I'm saying I guess I'd watch it with half the
1: audio dropped, which is probably what it would have to be. <laughs> But um,
0: use your imagination.
1: Yeah, I mean HBO, you know, Netflix should be looking to acquire that stuff because that could be the future of sporting. Like, it's just like you argue it's a different broadcast. I don't know. It'd be pretty sick, though. Yeah, who knows if you know the the major networks will ever loosen their vice grips enough to ever let something like that? I think the future. We've talked. I've talked about this with some friends recently and i think there is a future where you pick the game but you also pick your broadcast crew and you got 5 to 7 different broadcast crews calling a different game and like it's like it's like twitch but they're able to actually stream the game and comment along with it
0: see that would be awesome but then you get into how do you pay all of them
1: right and i think they'd have to be paid by their own viewership yeah, in a way, it's like anyone can do it, but like the licensing thing will take that. Like that's years and years down the line. But I could see yeah. a world where that's a thing, and I'd
0: I'd watch like comedians do it every time in do sports or whatever. That would be pretty awesome, actually. Right, if you could tune into Twitch or whatever and be able to watch whoever you like, and you know that they're good at commentating, whether it's because they're funny or they're actually good at it, uh, that'd be a fun thing to to, you know for them to look into. Yeah, I think it'd be fantastic. I mean,
1: and it's funny, we I think we're so blessed with uh, the Boston teams because, like, I think I'd pick them regardless. Like, I'd pick Jack and Brick and I'd pick yeah. Tommy and Mike. But what happens after them? Scalabrini kind of drives me nuts listening to him. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's like, who's next? Uh, and, like, the backup guy whenever Brick or Jack Edwards is out is kind of annoying. So, I don't know. I think... Down the I think the classics are kinda going out the door. Yeah. And they they're going with like safe fires and it'll be interesting to see if they could mix that up down the road. But anyways, that's twenty forty. Let's see if uh Yeah, right. We get if COVID twenty two doesn't wipe out
0: that. But uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm not sold on this new all of the new regulations for what they have to do to come back, the actual playoff formats, and so on. So
1: I don't like it for hockey. I think if basketball is going to be close to normal, it's like, like we're just going to start the playoffs tomorrow. Ditch yeah. however many games it is. I think it's a few more than the NHL had left. I mean, and I
0: know that we don't we don't really talk baseball and football, but it seems like they're somewhat business as usual well I guess not baseball baseball sounds more
1: interesting we talked about baseball I think on the last podcast with like how it would be 82 games and only a minimal amount of interleague play and like pretty much every game matters and I think that's like that's like baseball's best hope is like making every game interesting this is almost like baseball's comeback story if they can figure something out but yeah NFL just seems to be acting like nothing's going to be different
0: yeah, I don't think anything is going to change for them. And they may be the only league that can afford to to play without fans for a few. Yeah, I think so too. But the other thing is
1: these teams, these leagues could get a lot of help with international viewership, but NFL's almost kind of in last place with that. They're not super overseas. Yeah. Whereas like NBA know, they do might have a game benefit. in
0: London every year, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's somewhat, but it's like there's no like NFL China.
0: Yeah, you know? true. Yeah, basketball and hockey have kind of made their way over there a little bit. Right, hockey has
1: the benefit of having so many players from, I mean, mostly Europe, but Europe, like all of know. Europe with
0: that. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really think about that. I don't know how baseball fares in that that type of thing either.
1: Yeah, it's like everyone loves baseball, but not
0: necessarily the MLB is how it feels to me. Right. I don't know. Like we've been saying, unfortunately, only time will tell with this stuff. I mean, we don't really have a ton of real news. um, No. But But as hardening as it is in
1: part, it's also exciting. Something's happening. Right. There's some sort of conversation. It's nice to have this to be pissed off about in its own way. you know. Yeah. It's That's something. Nice. Yeah, it's something to do, be pissed off about it. <laughs> letting eight more teams in. I like that there was some pitch, I thought it was on The Athletic, I don't even know if this was true to how they're going to do it, but about uh, just essentially play-in games for those extra four teams from each conference. And I like that. If you're going to make the weakest play for seeds, like make it kind of baseball, like a literal playing game. Like a wild card? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Do that. Don't give these guys a series. And then replaying for further seeding is ridiculous.
0: My only thing with that, the original wild card in, it doesn't affect us right now, but if you're a a team that's on the cusp like some of them, you have one game to play after not playing for months. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that that kind of does suck for them. But all right,
1: all right. Let me ask you this: best of three. Yes. Okay.
0: I'm De- with that. Definitely. I
1: think five's ridiculous. Is, I guess my only point. I think five, if you give them five game series is ridiculous. Seven is insane. Three. I, but uh, then you got to I mean, look or three. or you make it a little soccer esque. You do a home home and home. Each team gets to play at home, and then it's then this would never happen to no I'd fans. Mind. No fans. <laughs> Oh yeah, home and home, quote unquote. It'd just be two games back to back in the same stadium that they're allowed to play in, uh, and different uh, jersey color. And it's and it's a congregate score, or aggregate. Sorry, aggregate score. Whoa. So, I don't know. There's options. I don't think they'll explore those, but that makes more sense to me than one game, or and I guess I get a three game series, but uh, a three
0: game series makes them lose money on viewing though. Yeah. People as opposed gonna, to a yeah. seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the money.
1: It's all about the money. I guess that's why they're trying to add eight teams. Yeah. That must be it. I don't get it. We're going for the Corona Cup this year. The Corona Cup indeed. We should we might as well just if it's they wish they had Seattle already because then they could have just done a 16 team NCAA March Madness style bracket for it. Dude, Seattle Seattle's going to be here before you know it. Yeah, and they're entering probably the worst opening a franchise time in the history of opening a franchise.
0: Yep. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Well, that's all I got, unless you got something else you want to talk about.
1: Uh, one thing I just want to say, I wanted to shout out, uh, just talking about Jack Edwards a second ago, shout out how many times he was featured in The Last Dance. And how I completely forgot that he used to be a Sports Center anchor. It was yeah. awesome. There's so much footage of him. It was great. And it's just like I. It just made me respect him so much more in a way. Because like I don't, I don't know, maybe he didn't work. Maybe he wasn't the taste of the town. But I. I like to think in his own way. He's like I'm just. I want to call the Bruins for the rest of my career.
0: He and he's like a big Bruins
1: fan too. And I feel like a lot of the national guys will kind of go and do that. I mean, look at Chauncey Billups has done it. He keeps getting offered GM jobs. He was like the main ESPN guy and uh he's he calls the Clippers games. He yeah. he jumped in for Ralph Lawler. They're like we're we'll pay a bunch of money to just that that seems honestly in a way it just like makes local the way to go, but you know, without thinking about this entire pandemic and how it's going to alter everything. Um, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It just uh shout out Jack Edwards.
0: Yeah, dude, for sure. Shout out Jack Edwards. And shout out Brick too.
1: We gotta get know. some. That's what we gotta get on, in here. We have all these guests who hop in. We've had Char on a couple times. We had Cardi B. Yeah, get some Jack Edwards in the mix.
0: Yeah, for sure. We'll have to talk to him and see if we can get him in here on the next episode. That'd
1: be great. I have. Oh, actually, I have a quick Jack Edwards story. Okay. Um. So my uh, one of my good friends from home, his dad was in the same fraternity as Edwards at uh, UNH, and oh, God. Uh, when it's nothing crazy, but when they were. When they'd get drunk at parties, he'd sit on the couch with a comb in his hand and color commentate what was going on. And that's Jack Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. Straight
0: up lunatic.
1: Yeah. The best. The best kind, though. Wow. <laughs> I thought that wow. was awesome. Yeah. Holding a comb. Shout out Jack Edwards. Shout out Jack Edwards.
0: Hope everyone's healthy and safe. Yep. We will be back next week with a new episode, and hopefully... Some more information on the NHL playoff, whatever they're calling this. And same with NBA. Hopefully, we have some more information on that. And uh, I guess we're going to continue watching NASCAR and golf.
1: NASCAR, golf, Bundesliga, <laughs>
0: got the German Marble, racing. Team.
1: Yep. Marble Racing. Yep. Marble um, Racing.
0: Yeah. Also, we will be back on Twitch. So if anybody wants to play, let us know. Yeah, let's
1: go. I've been getting nasty.
0: Watch it. Uncle Larry's coming. Oh, oh man. Uncle Larry is coming, and it's not going to be good.
1: Nope. Nope. Uncle Larry's coming, and then I think next week we'll have co- Cousin Sully on. Let's do it.
0: Okay. We've been putting it off for a bit. Yeah,
1: fuck him at the same time. You know, I lo- I love him, but fuck him. True. <laughs> he is a little much sometimes. Oh, he's a little much all the time. But that's why we So we'll him.
0: have him next week. All right. Shout out, Sully. Shout out, Jack Edwards. Yeah. Shout out, Stretched.
1: <laughs> shout out, Stretched. Take us home.